on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. The Sportscast. Expect the unexpected. The update presented by The Sportscast. Welcome to the sports cast, February 16th, 2024. If you haven't yet, please subscribe in all our channels, YouTube, Twitch, X, and Apple Podcast. You can also listen to us on your smart speaker. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, please leave a rating and a review. It will help us out tremendously. We're also on online radio. You can listen to us 24-7. It's online digital radio. And visit our website, thesportscast.net, thesportscast.net. Also, follow us on X at the Sportscast one Also, Instagram, thesportscast1. And check out our app, the Sportscast for iOS. We just had a late-breaking news story. The NBA All-Star Game, weekend after the weekend of the Super Bowl. We're going to preview that and join us all the way from uh, not too warm yet, Rochester, New York. Ryan, Chris, uh, welcome back to the Sportscast. And uh, it was good to be here, uh, post, first post football season uh, podcast here, but uh, the new season of life, you might say. Exactly, but there's no rest for the rear, Ryan. Breaking news as of the past half hour, Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo has suspended for two games next season for violating the PED drug policy. Um, the Raiders are expected to release him. What are your thoughts over that? Oh, yeah. It's uh, not good for him. The guy, I don't know. He's probably taking something to help him get some sort of competitive edge. So, you know, I don't, you know. But many reasons to get the Raiders more reason to release him and move on. And uh, <laughs> is a uh, starting new... Uh, and a part of their organization now that you know they have a new coach with Antonio Pierce. Um, you can kind of make the call on what the direction the organization is, but now good luck for Jimmy G's future no matter where he lands up, which he will probably land as a backup somewhere. Hey, Ryan, if you could speak closer to the mic, that'd be great. Um, yeah, as reported. Um, um, as reported, and Ryan t- uh, just talked about it, he'll be released by the Raiders. Good reason to leave him. Uh, they were planning to anyways with or without the drug policy violation. Um, Raiders are possibly going to drop the quarterback because I know they had a quarterback. Uh, they used like their their uh, like their quarterback. But what do you think? What direction should Raiders uh, do? Obviously, there's a, a couple free agents out there, uh, but they were using Aiden O'Connell this past couple of games before the season ended. They also got Brian Hoyer in the in the backup uh, range room. What are your thoughts? What should Raiders do? Yeah, I, I, well, I can tell you it's not Brian Hoyer. Uh, <laughs> How about Aiden O'Connell? He beat the uh, yeah, the, 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 the Super Bowl champions Chiefs. Yeah, he, he's fine. You know, I think he's kind of okay for filling in the, you know, need last year. I don't know if he thinks he's a future organization, but we'll see. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I, I could let him see going new. I could see him drafting quarterback early on. I could see him bringing a veteran to to compete with Aiden O'Connor. It's a tough, uh, it's a tough division. Obviously, you got the two-time Super Bowl champion. Now you got Jim Harbaugh. You know what are the Broncos going to do with Russell Wilson? So there's a lot of pressure on the Raiders to make the right move at, at the quarterback position. And keep in mind, Raiders are number 13 in the draft pick, so uh, order. So we'll see what happens. A, a good quarterback could fall in that range, right, still? Oh, yeah. You know, you got your your top couple. But I, you could – I kind of always think, you know, with the Broncos and the Raiders, you know, you can probably get the same quarterback, you know, 10 to 15 as you could be in the 20s. So it gives you options for teams that want to move up and all that in the draft. So we'll see. Um, what the Broncos and Raiders do with their quarterbacks to kind of compete with the Chargers and Chiefs. And let's see what Chicago Bears do because they're thinking about either keeping Justin Fields or maybe training that position down. doesn't start until the Bears decide what they're doing with the number one pick and and specifically Justin Fields. Justin Fields, big, big decision-making in Chicago. Of course, they're number two in the draft order. You're in chance to draft, uh, you know, an unknown like Caleb Williams or Drake May, or you can kind of keep Two with great your quarterbacks. Known Tough to pass up. Yeah, but I mean, you could draft a superstar wide receiver, and you know, Marvin Harrison. You can trade that pick to someone who really wants Caleb Williams, and still get Marvin Harrison. And now you got your your quarterback and your wide receiver. But <laughs> if, if you feel like Caleb Williams is a can't miss pro- can't miss prospect, and you got to roll the dice, and you know, so <laughs> we'll see what. Ryan uh, Foles, or Ryan, I forgot the name of the GM at Chicago. I know his name. Uh, Ryan but Poles. Ryan Poles. I'm going to say Ryan Foles. Your connection here. So we know We'll see what happens. Anyways, you just mentioned the Chiefs, Super Bowl champions. They uh, they beat the San Francisco 40 Niners last week in overtime. Ryan Chris said this game went late. Second yeah, overtime was, in Super Bowl history. Your thoughts over uh, the big game? Yeah, it was great. You know, competitive, close, kind of all you want in a Super Bowl. You know, twenty-five to twenty-two, of, three-point win. Yeah, a lot of Monday morning quarterbacks. You know, whether the Forty Nine ers should have done. You know, they missed the opportunities. Forty Nine ers. You know, is the second time in a row playing against the Chiefs where they feel like they're probably right on the cusp you know, of winning this game, they just kind of pull it out. But um, you can't beat against, you can't bet against Mahomes. You can't, you know, I think everybody knew once they kicked that field goal, the game was over because we all know what Patrick Mahomes does in clutch time. So uh, it's a tough fall for 49ers and 49ers fans, but I don't think they're going anywhere. They, I think John Lynch is a great GM, you know, and obviously not going to be able to keep everybody in this roster, but um, the moves they make, to put themselves a chance to compete for Super Bowl, it's it's great, you know. I mean, Purdy, McCaffrey, Samuel, Ayuk, you know, Kittle, just a great foundation for the future for the 49ers. Great. Should they extend Brock Purdy's contract? Uh, you don't touch it for a little bit, Cynthia. You take advantage of paying him as little money as you can right now. I mean, I think would he like to get paid for what he's worth? Sure, but I mean – you got to strike while the iron's hot, and you got a quarterback making pennies compared to, you know, most quarterbacks in the NFL. It gives you a lot of flexibility to fill out your roster for the short term. 
I mean, I mean, what you got to do is you got you got to kind of trade your soul for the devil, you know, in the sense of what you saw the Rams do, you see you saw the Broncos do in payment here. You know, you only have this quarterback for so long. We're going to have to pay him this amount of money for so long. So you're going to way overpay for players to get them, you know, under contract into San Francisco and put that, you know, best team forward as possible. And then, you know, you got to pay the Piper and you probably have to blow it up. But <laughs> um, you got to try to win. You got to win that first Super Bowl. You got to do it. You got to earn it. Niners has have been sniffing at it for the past couple of years. Brock Purdy looks promising, so we'll see what happens in that, in that organization. They also, uh, a, a whole other news there, they got rid of, hired their defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes. A um, couple back calls, they say, during the Super Bowl game, but your thoughts on that, Ryan? Uh, it was just more, I think that it's more of a fit. I, I think Steve Wilkes is available for Kyle Shanahan when you need one after, you know, D'Amico Ryan's picked it job last year big hole fill yeah he he filled a hole but I, I don't think he was i think it's more of a personality issue steve Wilkes is more of a, again an old school coach you you know old school coaches aren't especially coordinators aren't finding much success long term you know Vic Benja, i thought did a pretty good job with the dolphins for most of the year but but just couldn't handle players, the part of scene and the discipline in the dolphins organization yeah and the players didn't like that you know they like the freedom they like Young, I did, you know. So you, same with Shanahan's a very young coach, you know, trendy. You know, I just don't think it was a, it was probably more of a personality class. I mean, the guy, you know, held the home to 19 points in regulation. You know, can't blame him. So, <laughs> wasn't the reason why they lost the game. Tough task, tough a water uh, glass to hold. Um, but that's it for NFL news, Ryan. Anything else before we move on to the NBA? Yeah, I mean. You know, we you know, we move from the Super Bowl to the draft season. The NFL season really never ends, you know. Um we got the, the combine, combine it, the combine is actually in two weeks, actually in a week and a half. Yeah, I mean so the NFL doesn't let you sleep. You guys on that, you know, you go away from there, then you know, you're talking schedules, then you got the draft, then you got training camps, and then the season hits, you know. <laughs> it hits hard. Um it hits hard. August yeah, is, is muggy, but it's good still. Yeah, I mean it's hard to get consume everything else because you just you just want you want you want to think about football all the time and that's what they do best. But that's what they do. Less is more. They keep it in six months. I don't know how the NFL does it. Let's go to the biggest weekend. NBA is trying to cut slack. NFL gave us a break. They cut them in Christmas, but hey, they gave them an uh, a NBA All Star Week. The best game to. Celebrate the great sport of basketball. Most exciting players, East versus West matchup, Ryan, this weekend. But first, before we get into Sunday night, the All Star game, there's a couple things. Festivities which start tonight. It begins in Indianapolis this time. The Midwest, they call it, like the like the breadbasket. It is the celebrity game tonight. Team Shannon versus Stephen A. Smith, which I heard he got an ankle injury today. Um, yeah. Team Shannon, includes, Team Shannon, actually Shannon Sharp includes linebacker Michael Parsons, Connor Daly, actor Quincy Isaiah, Seattle Storm guard Joel Lee Lloyd, streamer Kai Kanat, actor Dylan Wang, YouTuber and TV host Lily Singh, singer singer songwriter uh, Sir, country singer. Walker Hayes, Latin singer Angle AA. Stephen A. Smith includes actresses uh, 
Jennifer Hudson, NBA champion Meta World Peace, basketball entertainer Jack Ryan, singer AJ McClain, CJ Stroud, Houston Texans quarterback, chef Kwame Owachi, Phoenix Mercury, and Natasha Cloud, content creator Tristan Jazz, two YouTubers in this game tonight, musician Adam Blackstone, and Olympic highest jump champion Jamarco Timberry. <laughs> Are you going to watch tonight's celebrities game, uh, Mr. Yeah, Ryan? Think, yeah. yeah. Blue Cross Arena in Rochester watching our local hockey team play. So <laughs> I'll see some highlights later. Um, overall, all-star festivities, I think they're fun. I don't – I kind of break it up, you know, watch highlights. I'll watch some stuff. Um <laughs> I get it. by the end of the All Star break, I'm just missing real basketball usually. So I'll uh, probably be into a lot of college basketball this weekend. So <laughs> to be honest, Ryan, I think the biggest trophy for the weekend for NBA All Star is the uh, is the All Star MVP. I think that's the biggest trophy uh, uh, of the weekend, if you ask me. Yeah, it's big. You know, I mean, the All Star game is fun. You know, I think it. It's like anything. You know, you you want it to be competitive. You don't want players they kind of take it somewhat seriously um <laughs> but at the end you know i think saturday nights is kind of a big deal too with the you know the skills and the three point and uh dunk uh it is like they, they extend as long as possible now the three-day thing three-day event but um it's <laughs> it's more important now for things like how that other kind of win the weekend so Right, yeah, and we'll talk about uh, Caitlin a little bit later in the show. Uh, let me finish this all-star preview. Uh, skills challenge tomorrow night, Saturday. Uh, the Pacers will have uh, like we'll, we'll have their very own Tyrese Halliburton, and then Benedict Mathurin, then uh, Miles Turner, and they take on teams of number one picks: Paolo Bencharo, Anthony Edwards, Victor Wembayana is uh, debut on the all-star weekend, and all-star Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, and Trey Young. Three-point contest, uh, the uh, the coveted uh, three-point contest. Uh, defend them, uh, defending champion, now Bucks, uh, Tame Lillard, Malik Beasley, Taylor Brunson, Knicks star, Halliburton again, then Laurie Markton, and then Mitchell, Ryan's favorite player, Carl Anthony Towns from Minnesota, and Trey Young. And then, a little bit later, Steph versus Sabrina. They go head to head in the three point shootout. Ryan, who's going to win that one? Ah, uh, they're both deadly. Uh, you have to go against Steph, but Sabrina's a really fun watch. So Sabrina, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Sabrina, I uh, 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 She is the WNBA three point contest, and um, Steph actually shot a three point from the locker room. No, from like the tunnel uh, the other night. Oh, I wouldn't surprise. Yeah, he's he's tremendous, you know, but. I, like I said, I think that's more the highlight of the weekend for a lot of people is the skills and all that. So it's, it's, I it's, still think it's, it's the All-Star it's, Trophy. All-Star MVP Trophy. Okay, now Slam Dunk Contest. This is also another highlight there. Defending champion, Mac McClung. He's from the G League. He comes back again. He said he would not sign an NBA contract. And they got Jalen Brown uh, from the Celtics and Jaime Jocks from Miami Heat. Let's go. And Jacob Toppin, New York Knicks. Brian, give me a prediction there. Um, I can go with the G League or Max McClung. I think he's electric. I think because he's a, he's a small guy, so it makes everything look a little better. It's kind of like that Nate Robinson effect. 
does. Matt McClung um, has not. He's a G League player. Has not signed with the NBA team. I think he signed for a day last year. I think that was one of the requirements. I think for the Suns or something. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, I can't, yeah. And then the All-Star Games, 109, 8 p.m. TNT. They do have a halftime show there. The East All-Stars includes Giannis, Joel Embiid. Oh, Joel Embiid's injured. And this is all... Wait, all the stars are a little bit injured. Halliburton, Lillard, Tatum, Bam from the Heat, Paulo Banchero, Celtics Jalen Brown, New York Knicks Jalen Brunson, 76ers Tyrese Maxey, Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers Mitchell, Knicks Julius Randle, Atlanta's Trey Young, and Toronto Scotty Barnes. West includes LeBron James, Luca, your boy Luca, Phoenix Durant. OKC, Shai, Gilders, Alexander, Nuggets, Nikola, Jochich, Suns, Booker, uh, Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry, Lakers, Anthony Davis, Minnesota's Anthony Edwards, Clippers, Paul George, Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, and Minnesota's Car Anthony Towns. Uh, Ryan, which of these two rosters you like? I'm going to go with the West because obviously I can go against Luca. So <laughs> Now, they're coming back to East versus West. In previous years, recent years, it was LeBron versus Durant or LeBron versus Steph Curry. So going back to this East-West format, I like Ryan. It's fair. Um, it could also measure the talent of each conference, right? Yeah, I think it's fun to see. You know, each, I think they're just trying to find the right balance of, you know, this fantasy team slash traditional East versus West. So, again, you're just trying to find a way to make everybody motivated to make this competitive, so. Exactly. You're competitive, right? Uh, and the East will be coached by Chris Finch from Minnesota and uh, Milwaukee. And, and, and for the West, will be coached by Milwaukee's. Uh, no, sorry. Doc Rivers will, will, will coach the East. He's from the Bucks, And the West will be coached by Chris Finch from Minnesota. So looking forward to it. Doc was just hired a few weeks ago, Ryan. Now he's an all-star East coach. I know, I'm not trying to crack you, but the other way around, Chris Finch is coaching the West and Doc is coaching the East. Yeah, but. East. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but how about uh, Doc Rivers? Got hired a few weeks ago by the Bucks. Now he's an a East coach, all-star coach now. Yeah, I, mean, I think I heard he gave his bonus and his ring he gets to Adrian Griffin, the former coach of the Bucks. But <laughs> Doc's got some bigger issues of why he's been hired, and they've kind of tanked since he's been hired, so... Yeah, that huge loss last night against I think uh, uh, against Boston last night. Yeah, they got some issues that worked out. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, the Bucks need to coach. They have an All Star squad, and maybe Doc could turn things around. He hasn't been to the NBA, uh, uh, hasn't won a trophy since uh, since we uh, since uh, 2010, right? Or nine? Yeah. Or no, um, no, they. They're in a tough position, you know. I think he was handpicked by Giannis to be his coach, so we'll, we'll see. I'm not saying there's plenty of time for him to turn it around. It's just it's hard to make coaching changes on the fly and having it all worked out. So maybe that's not good. Typically, in the middle of the season, it's not a good thing. No. <laughs> okay, there you have it. Well, there you have it. NBA All Star Week. A lot of action starts tonight. If you have nothing to do on Friday night, watch it. Or unless you're for your Ryan, you're gonna watch your favorite uh, favorite Rochester uh, third division hockey team. Uh, but watch this on TNT. Enjoy it as much as you can. Um, Ryan, let's go into the trade deadline situation. Um, I would say the biggest moves were the Knicks, where they uh, acquired Bojan Bonavich and Alex Burks. Um, your thoughts over this trade? 
Yeah, it's good for the Knicks. They just, unfortunately, right now, it's hard to tell because they've got so many other injuries that, you know, they're <laughs> once they get healthy here, you know, hopefully by the end of this month, you can cut, they get Randall back and OG and Vanilla back. You can kind of see how well this trade really happened. But not the two my teams holding, but I feel like Mavericks really won this trade deadline. Um, PJ Washington. PJ Washington and Daniel Gafford have been killing it. <laughs> Um, they just add some size and athleticism to a team that doesn't really have have a lot of that, you know, before this. So um, they're kind of perfect finds. They didn't give up a lot for them, so uh, kudos to that. But I mean, really, I mean, the trade, the big trades that happened before the trade deadline, you know, Siakam. I think that was huge for the Pacers. Yeah, big one from Toronto. Uh, also, Raptors got Spencer Dinwiddie. Also, big move right there. So, uh, a lot of going on. Point. What was that? Dinwiddie's actually on the right now. He got released, and then he. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm reading last week's notes to show you you missed. Yeah. (laughs) The Hornets acquired Seth Curry, Grant Williams. Uh, That's quite interesting. Uh, OKC got Gordon Hayward, a a, a struggling star lately. Hopefully, he could uh, take back his career. Yeah, I think it's good. You know, Thunder um, are such a young team and overachieving right now. And Aren't they going to win the West? I don't think they can. But no, they're no, they're, they're number two right now. Young team. Yeah, very young. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's still to me. It's still the Suns when they get healthy. But <laughs> well. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see. I think the Thunder had a schedule. They still got an amazing amount of track draft equity to use, and they're going to only get better. Well, there you have it. Look at the Western Conference standings. Uh, Minnesota's number one, then the Thunder, number three, Clippers, four Nuggets, five Suns, six Pelicans, seven Mavericks, eight Kings, nine Lakers, number 10 Warriors. Eastern Conference, uh, you got the Celtics at 14 and 12, the Cavs, Bucks, Knicks, 76ers, Pacers, Heat, Magic, Bulls, and Hawks. Um, anything surprise you with these standings? No, because it's not really, but um, I think there'll be a lot of moving around, especially in the West. I think they're so tight. Um, it fluctuates is, there. Yeah, East is pretty top heavy still. Um, the Celtics, when they're good, they're good. I just don't see anybody beating them right now until until the Bucks can get the get get figured out, you know, stuff figured <laughs> out. Then they'll be okay. But um, the Joel Embiid injury was huge. That kind of shook it up, you know. I think the Knicks got some good stuff once they get healthy. But is it enough to compete with the Celtics? I don't think so. And then, but you asked me who's going to win the West. I just said the Suns. But then you can make a case for a whole bunch of other teams, you know. I really can't make a case for many other teams in the East to win, win the conference. But I could probably make a case for four or five different teams, even including the team like the the Warriors who are in barely in the playoffs and playing. I Clay Thompson them, scored you know, thirty four points last night. They're getting hot. They're turning around at the right time. So um, they had definitely a really bad time there for a while, but um, they're definitely making the right moves. Well, yeah, definitely early. It's still midseason in the NBA, so a lot of things can happen. Second half, things starts boiling in March. April gets hotter, and, of course, in the playoffs uh, there. Last night, 
a record ba- a breaking record happen in women's basketball. Caitlin Clark breaks the NCAA women's career scoring record with a signature logo three. Ryan history was made. Uh, she broke the record from a few back uh, from years a uh, few years back. Uh, um, your thoughts over this uh, historic moment happened in the first six minutes of the game, actually. Yeah, she didn't waste any time. She went right after it. Um, yes, she's my Kelsey Plum. Yeah, Kelsey broke Plum that was, uh, of uh, right now playing, I think, with the Las Vegas Aces. But um, yeah, Kim Clark is fun to watch. You know, she's fun last year. She she was good, and then you know she made a name for herself in the NCAA tournament and just kind of built on it this year. Um, yeah, she's she. If anybody hasn't watched her, turn on Iowa basketball. You'll be entertained. Um, really changing the face of women's basketball. I think, you know, um, we're looking for a star like that to kind of just to be the focal point. You know, if she transitions from college to the WNBA, I feel like she can really, she's um, really what the WNBA needs ASAP. Yeah. Uh, of course, a lot of these players are staying in college because the NIL rules, so they're able to make some more money there. Oh, which I heard an argument you can make more money in college basketball and women, spe- uh, in particular, than going to, to the um, WNBA. Yeah, unless you're one of the you know top players, most of these WNBA players play once you know half the season in WNBA, and then they're usually overseas, so you'll have to you know to make as much money as possible. So. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. So she's going to have a interesting choice because this is her end of her fourth year. But because she played during COVID, she's entitled to one more year of college basketball. So we'll see what happens. And I'm there. sure she'll stay. <laughs> yeah, sure I don't think she will. But we'll see. Anyways, uh, before we go, before we, like we said, your predictions, uh, the Bucks had a signing yesterday. They signed Danilo Gelinari. He uh, was a Homer Hawk player. Will that help out the Bucks roster? Not really. I think he's just kind of a extra piece. You know, he's older. He's been around. He's, very, he's 35. Uh, yeah, he is great size and shoot the ball. Not a bad player, but I mean, what the Bucks need, you know, I don't think he's going to fill. So. We'll see what happens in the world of the NBA. Right before you go, prediction who's going to win this weekend, East versus West? I'm going to take the West. Yeah, I said I can't go against Luca. You can't go against Luca. And will the Mavericks do well this season? Yeah, I think, you know, we said they're in seventh right now. They've won the last 16. Um, like I said, they kind of won the trade deadline right now, so in some pieces. Really what's happening right now is Tyree and Luca are finally playing consistently together. Um, they still have holes in the roster. It's still not perfect. But, you know, I think they can get to fourth. Let's see, you know, it's important to get out of that playing position because you're solidified in the playoff spot um, going forward. And one last question, Ryan. What goes best with almonds, chocolate-covered, and vegetables, almond milk, or cereal? Oh, um, I, I like in cereal. I like it in granola. Oof. I don't know. I, I like it in so yogurt. Far. I don't know. According to our Twitter poll, chocolate covered is winning by 63%. Second place is tied with vegetables and almond milk, and cereal is dead. La-la, I'm not almond milk fans. I don't eat vegetables. 
Taco Cup, I guess, would be what I pick out of that poll. I like almonds in different forms. I just like to eat almonds. They're good, good protein. They're good protein. Ryan Krista, what is the best way to reach you online to talk to you? Hey, should I start watching basketball this weekend or wait a few more weeks? I'll start watching now. And if you're not busy, you should turn on ESPN Plus and press opening day of college baseball season for those who celebrate that. Exactly. Ryan, what is... What is the oldest six? Uh, oldest Mad Dog team? Report on Twitter. Oh, Mad Dog Report. There you go. Uh, by the way, uh, Kansas City is moving out of their old stadium. Did you know uh, know that? Yeah, the Royals are building a brand new stadium in downtown. Yeah, Kansas City Royals, Damn. and there's only a couple of more uh, stadiums left. The old ones. I didn't. I know Oakland Coliseum has been around since '66. So yeah. So I don't know, Santiago and Mister Viewers. I am on an epic road trip. A lot, a long year, many year road trips to get to all 30 baseball stadiums before my son, who's seven years old, turned uh, 18. And you know, we are headed to a month Easter on Easter time to Southern California to see the Dodgers, the Angels, and the Padres. Two old stadiums there, Dodgers and Angels. Yeah, excited. Good job. There you go. Ryan has his uh, yearly uh, road trips. Who's not not all like. Not always a sports-related trip, but he does tap in there if he has a chance. Yeah, well, I mean, how else are we going to get to Disneyland by going to the Washington Dodgers play? So. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You got to go visit those stadiums. I like to visit Dodger Stadium and then maybe yeah. LAFC Stadium. Yeah, so, I mean, we still got to get to Long Depot Park there, Santiago. So, when we do, I'll give you a call. Let me know. Well, anyways, uh, you can reach us at thesportscast.net or – the sportscast one on Twitter and Instagram will be live between the NBA all-star game this weekend. Looking forward to it. Basketball season begins. Champions league is getting warmed up. NFL is over. Not really. Cause there's a lot of off season news, but Hey, there's a lot more sports to watch. Baseball's coming up. Manfred's retiring in 2029. So a lot going on. Looking forward to it. We'll see if Las Vegas moves the team. We'll see if Mark Cuban sells his team this year. Hey, only time will tell Ryan. Thanks for coming on to the sportscast. All right, sounds good. God bless everybody. This was your thing.